babies? <laughs> I'm not repeating that. Okay, fine. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so you're going to your lady doctor this uh, week and you feel like you need to shave the nether regions because it makes it look bigger? Yeah. Do you ever get like uh, nervous shrinkage when you go to the doctor and you know you're yep. dealing with? Mm-hmm. You get a little, uh, you're on the verge of turtle effect. <laughs> and they make you sit down and like kind of be at a weird bending angle. You can't. Yeah, and it makes it even smaller. Pop you're the like... grind out and give your give it your best bulge. <laughs> yeah. Especially like, you know, when you're like, they say, all right, pull your pants down and like check for you for a hernia. They should give you a solid like 10 seconds, 15 seconds to adjust yourself to make sure you're looking at your best, you know? Yeah. Doctors should have fluffers. Same yeah. as porn stars. Doctors should, should certainly have fluffers. Yeah. Like when I got my vasectomy, oh my God, that was the best. I was cracking jokes. We're talking Game of, Thor- th- uh, Game of Thrones. Like the lady was playing my testicles. It was amazing. But then the doctor came in, did his thing. Yeah. And just it was that, all I, just felt, I just felt at home. Yep. Especially for the burning smell that of the things getting cauterized, but whatever. Oh, I'll leave those details out. Well, that's what they do. What did I just say? Do you know what the worst part is when you go get your vasectomy? It's not even the surgery itself. It's before. They gr- the guy tells you to drop your pants in the doctor's office, and he grabs this vein, and it, like, makes you queeze and, like, almost want to pass out. And he goes, yep, I can find that all right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I still, like, can conf- the feeling was just the worst. That was we the worst a live feeling. one. Yeah, that was the worst feeling ever. <laughs> and I gave him a fucking uh, a nice sheet to work with. I mean, my testicles are very large. Like, come on, sir. I'm going to say I gave him a tip. <laughs> yeah, no, no tips. Yeah. I felt like I needed to pay the man after. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Thank you for your troubles. I'm not sure if that's what it's supposed to feel like, but I've never felt like anything like that before. So but that was a while ago. And I can still feel, oh, I can still feel that to this day. Here's a couple Washingtons. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Speaking of ball sacks, here he is. Oh, Uh-oh. Billy Blue on Blue. What the fuck? I don't know. This thing could blow me. Uh-oh. Billy Blue on Blue. Is blue on Blue on Icy. Just popping his eyes. That's all it is. This is actually distract. Are you wearing a t-shirt over a sweatshirt? Is that all one thing? The sweatshirt. I don't know okay. why it's like so shitty. If yeah, you it looks were doing like the you t-shirt have over sleeve. the sweatshirt thing, I was gonna. That no, was gonna be a long show for me. Okay, I'll try to get that up. Try to wrap that around my head mentally. Why the fuck is your stupid? <laughs> I don't know. So much. I don't know how to fix it. Don't try now. It's how are you, Bill? Good. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Um, well, I'm a little bit. Not disappointed. Work is work. You got to work. I'm not. I'm not upset. You missed the interview that was set up before. It's not your fault. But he was a trial lawyer. I feel like you would have had a lot of uh, inside knowledge that you could have uh, thrown across the table there. Um, Ray and I were just asking generic lawyer, lawyer Joe questions. But we did get pretty strong confirm- confirmation on one thing. Good. It's never going to fucking happen. So <laughs> good. 
Well, 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 he's available in June and July, so perfect. We got him. Cool. We'll what are you going to sue me for? You're going to make me fuck off. We'll see, in the, we'll see in the people's court. He good, said that, gonna, that that's a pretty gonna good. It's going to cost you more. <laughs> suck my dick. I will pay. There is no end to the amount of money it'll take for the butthole tattoo to become a real thing. I will live in a cardboard box. I will sell this house. <laughs> Never going to happen. Tattoo. The quest for the butthole tattoo is officially <laughs> legal. You heard it here first. That is coming from our new in-house lawyer, Daniel Kramer from Los Angeles. He was on the 23rd floor in some corner office. He was a big shot, and now he's our guy, and he said it's legally binding. Well, he could suck my dick. <laughs> Welcome to the Silver Mind Sports Show counsel. Wednesday headlines, May 5th. Welcome to the show, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I would love all these transcripts to be in front of a judge one day. And is that your opening statement, Mr. Gately? Yeah, that's enough, bitch. <laughs> Dude, the, you saw the Portnoy Rappaport tapes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That would the, be just so the depositions funny. from the Simple Mind Sports Show, Quest for the Butthole Tattoo. <laughs> Simple Mind Sports versus Bill Gately and the people. <laughs> Oh, wait, oh. people are on our side. No, yeah. Some of my sports and the people versus Bill Gately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be that would be one hell of a thing. It's just well, then they can run a blowjob train on me when it's all said and done. <laughs> See, told you. Um, and and they can wash their mouth out with the best beer in New Hampshire. See White what I did Birch there? Brewing. Excellent segue. <laughs> Excellent segue, producer Bill. White Birch Brewing out of Nashua, New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Head on down to the tap room. They're open. They got a lot of space. They got outdoor seating. It's nice weather. It's time to start drinking. Um, get out there. Get a flight. You got all kinds of stuff. Sours, IPAs, pints of uh, golden uh, nutrition, stouts, whatever you want. Uh, if you see it in the stores, pick yourself up a four-pack, six-pack. Wherever you get it, tell the Simple Minds boys. Sent you a White Birch Brewing. You're going to say something, Ray? No, I was burping. Okay. Are you high, Ray? No. Why do you always lean into the mic, mute it? Because I'm trying to to hide my mouth so you can't see that I'm burping. Yeah, but we don't hear you burping, so what do we give a fuck? What would your mouth look like? Uh, Look like he's taking a cock. Oh, he's so feisty. So feisty. Why are you You so feisty? You know he's feisty when he goes to the the blowjob (laughs) insults. Uh, Bruins are in the playoffs. Bruins are in the playoffs, which is again check the mark quest. number one for the quest. The quest is truly back on. Uh, and guess what? Tuka <laughs> Tuka looks good. Look good. Tuka Pump looks the brakes. Good. It's New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Who no, he did look that? good. You, you need him healthy. You know, he, he looks healthy. He looks like he's ready to play. I still, I mean, I still think he's a better option than Swayman in the playoffs. No matter how good Swayman's looked, you know, I just the rookie. I just not a lot of games in him, so you got to ride Tuga. But I feel confident with Swayman backing him up. I don't think Halak's going to get there. I don't think he's got enough games left to play, even if he plays every single game left. What do you have, five games left after today or last night? Yep. Right. So, I mean, that's not – you're not going to get him ready. 
to play in the playoffs. So, I mean, you're just kind of, I don't know why they're playing them. They played them last night or tonight, whatever, as we record, you know, um, just, to, just in case Swayman has a hiccup and they need to play him or Tukarask gets hurt. You got to try to get him some minutes, but I, I would like to see Swayman get some real, the, a lot of the rest of these games that he needs to, because that way if Tuka does go down, I mean, he's your guy and just get him more experience. Can I throw something out at you, Bill? I know you're a big numbers guy. And just tell me when your butthole starts to clench. 6-0 in his last six starts. Two shutouts. Eight goals allowed. The last loss, March 7th for Tuka Rask. He is 14-4 this season. A .919 save percentage. Uh, do we snip-sap on this, sir? No. We want Tuka. Quest is on. We got legal advice. It is legal binding saying you have to get the butthole tattoo. Let's go, Tuka! I love how you say he hasn't lost since, like, March 7th. Did you conveniently forget the month and a half that yeah. he didn't play <laughs> stats, are stats, man. stats are stats March 7th is the last loss bitch tits stats are stats uh yeah <laughs> you did step step a little bit you've been back and forth on the swim and tuka thing uh, to say that you're uh, again firmly in the camp of Tuca is a, is a little bit disingenuous. I think last show you said I'd be okay with Swayman starting. Listen, listen, so, listen, listen. We had a beautiful interview with Daniel Kramer. Everything's legal now. It is on tape. It is on record that Bill said he'll get a butthole tattoo. I'm Tuca all the way now. You're going to hear this all show. He's so excited. Uh, listeners, <laughs> tune in on Thursday tomorrow for the interview with Daniel Kramer, uh, the newest addition to Simple Mind Sports, our trial lawyer. Uh, he did confirm the butthole tattoo is legal for the fifth time already today. Raymond, um, Nick Ritchie had a nice little one-timer. I couldn't believe it was Nick Ritchie who shot that. <laughs> shot 13th that. goal, one I off mean, his career high. Look, uh, every squirrel finds a nut, but he's been playing pretty well. And, you know, he's uh, the reason why I'm surprised, he's not known for that type of shot. I mean, falling away from the net on a, on a nice little one-timer, got a little uh, elevation off the ice just over the over the goalie's club. What's their goalie's name? Doesn't matter. Um, is that third line peaking? Is that third line clicking? DeBrusque was out there 12 minutes, four shots on goal. Um they just need to bench him every one, every three or four games. He was on the, like, yeah, it's was he clicking. On the fourth more. Yeah, it's clicking because you, you know, you're going to play DeBrusque on your fourth line. You move Sean Crowley up in the center spot, and he's looks like a totally different player playing with Charlie Coy on his right and Nick Ritchie on his left. I mean, what you're seeing out of Nick Ritchie, I, I didn't expect anything out of him this year. I didn't, I thought he'd be a healthy scratch, but I mean, he's. Did we all agree to that this before the season started? We all thought he yeah. was going to be the one that was going to be sitting on the ninth floor. But I no, mean, I if said, it, I thought, I thought he was going to be pretty impactful. <laughs> cool anyways you need it to go in the playoffs if this third line clicks you can roll four lines right now i mean because that with you know who's the, the guy they got with the taylor Hall, his name split my brain right now but that fourth line's playing nice and then obviously the first and second line are disgusting bergeron lazar is, lazar? lazar yeah sorry bergeron is 12 20 goal season um with his goal last night so i mean they're they're rolling they're getting hot at the right time what are they 10 and 2 since the trade deadline Fun fact, they also lead the, lead the league in scoring since the trade deadline in five and five hockey. So that is a huge number, and you're seeing it right now because you can legitimately roll four lines. Charlie Coyle, yeah, he's, he's producing on that right, that right wing, and that's what you need. He looks like a better player on the right than he does in center. And going forward, it might hurt down the line because you really want him as your center, but right now just fucking roll it. This, this team's rolling. They're hot. you got two good to not great goalies playing very fucking well right now and then a defense is getting healthy and, and playing into shape you're not going to see i don't riley didn't play the three nothing game you know maintenance day but th this team's getting hot and they're getting healthy at the right time carlos should be back tonight i believe so i mean that's it you're getting healthy in the playoffs and at this point it shouldn't matter who you fucking play i think you're better than everybody but washington honestly with that being said man 
Trulies. That's all it takes. A couple of Trulies and Billy Segways is in the building. Uh, Tom Wilson back in the hockey news. Um, when was that? Sunday? Or was that Monday? Monday. Monday night. Uh, Rangers uh, versus Caps. Um, Tom Wilson takes a cheap shot on. How do you pronounce that fucking guy's name? Panarin. Uh, no, the the actual guy in the crease starts with a B. Burr, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't remember. Whatever. Um, takes a cheap shot to him. Uh, brawl ensues. Uh, Panarin gets in the in the middle of it. Tom Wilson uh, suplexes him onto the ice, punches him, uh, punches a couple other guys on his way out. Obviously, this is the uh, you know this is the talk of the NHL. Uh, how many games is Tom Wilson going to get suspended this time? Uh, none, zero. zero. You got the max penalty, which is five grand, which is also a joke. NHL. That's a fucking shame. Bump like, what are you five doing? fucking thousand? I get these guys are not making um, NBA or even NFL. The top guys levels, are still making ten fucking million dollars. Ten million dollars. dollars. Ten, be a game Tom, check Tom, at least. Right? Can you look at what Tom Wilson makes? Yes. Five thousand uh, dollars. Anyway, uh, I want to say yeah, it's like seven million, probably right around there. But yeah, we um, we talked about this, uh, you know, or we just briefly kind of texted about it seems like we have a little bit similar um, opinions, but somewhat different, different. So let me just give you mine and you can go on it. So that first initial hit, first of all, like Twitter was a blaze saying that he took his stick and held his neck down and punched him in the head. That's incorrect. His Tom Wilson stick was under the, that guy who was trying to save the puck from going into the net. And then I forget his fucking name. Sorry. Was it starts pushed. with a V that um, Barkanowski. Something like that. Uh, it could be close. I don't do hockey names well. Yeah. He was pushed down in the crease, fell down, and then Tom Wilson kind of leaned on him, pushed him down, and then uh, Donkey punched him in the back of the head slash shoulder. Not a terribly hard punch, but a cheap shot. And here's that that's where I different that's where I differentiate myself from a lot of the hockey world where they're calling that uh, you know, a suspendable hit in, in offense. I don't think so. It's a cheap shot, it's a penalty for sure. The reaction from the Capitals is where I think the, the the majority of hockey fans splits because the first guy to get to Wilson, I don't know who he was, but he essentially just tried to pull him off and do what you should do as a teammate who just saw his teammate get cheap shotted. Like yeah. the guy in the Rangers, the first guy to get to Tom Wilson wasn't throwing punches. He wasn't looking for a fight. He was he was pulling Wilson off. And then the cat and then you know there's a, a kind of a brawl that comes through and Panarin comes. And he, in my opinion, was trying to do kind of the same thing. He's just so small. He kind of jumped on Wilson's back. And then Wilson went fucking ham. He was the only guy throwing punches in that whole goddamn scrum. And one of them was after he body slammed Panarin's head onto the ice. He was defenseless again. So, like, he's a fucking wild dog, man. And it's Tom Wilson. His his reputation to me uh, earned himself a suspension out of that. Not, Not specifically the donkey punch in the crease, but his whole antics after that, like if he wasn't the way he was, it just would have been a lot of pushing and shoving. And, and he probably would have got up either a five minute major probably. And that's it. And, that, yeah, and that's he's a loose cannon. That, he's a loose cannon for that. Sure. I mean, obviously the Panarin kind of jumped on him and really fucking pissed him off. Yeah. I kind of agree everything you said in the beginning, but I don't, I don't think he should have been suspended. I think, you know, he got a 10 minute game misconduct, you know, so he got thrown out of the game in five grand, which is an, a complete and utter joke. But I mean, yeah, the reputation, I could understand where you're coming from, where he should get a suspension. But I, I for me, I don't, I think it's way overblown. You know, you're, it's a scrum in front of the net. I get his reaction. 
he's a, he's a loose cannon. I get that. And as much as I fucking hate this prick, you know, I, I went ham on him with a Brandon Carlo hit. You know, I, I thought the NHL went kind of light on him for that. But for this, I, I thought it was it was the right punishment. I don't think – I mean, I get the kind of the donkey punches. But for me, I don't think it crossed the line of, like, you got to suspend this guy. I just think – because then you're kind of starting a new precedent right there, too. Because, like, again, I don't think it should be suspended. So if you, you start suspending Wilson, regardless of – say he didn't have as many repeat offender infractions, and you start suspending these guys that have kind of – <clears throat> maybe the same number. You know what I mean? I just think it sets a bad president. I don't, I don't think yeah. it should have been as much as I hate, as much as I hate Wilson, I'm not defending the guy. I just don't think he did enough to deserve to be suspended. And I get it. And I could see where like you, you think some guys jumping on you, especially from the other team, you got fucking people in a huge scrum. You're running at their goalie. So I kind of get his reaction, but, but his reaction with Panarin was not shove him off me. They went, no, that the scrum. was, this it is was what I initial, don't agree and with. And then he fucking Panarin's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, he ended his season, and it like I understand what you're saying. In a vacuum, it might not be enough. It's hockey; you kind of want that violence back in hockey. It's it's missing that. But this guy, you know, we like you said it, Bill. We screamed that he only got seven games for the Carlo hit. Like, why is the NHL? Is it because it's the Caps? Or like, or is Ovechkin their darling that much that they and, and that much of a draw in the playoffs that they want to see these guys do well and, and go and TV ratings and everything else? Is there a conspiracy going on with this fucking Tom Wilson creep? Like, I, I understand in a vacuum, but look, go back and look that he's the only one throwing punches and he's throwing fucking blind haymakers. They're all cheap shots. Not one of them is squared up with anybody. He's a fucking yeah. cunt. He's the, he's the definition of the word. And just for that, he should, they should, the NHL should create a new fucking rule. The, the Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson cunt suspension, five games just for being a cunt on the ice. Yeah. Right. Uh, th- <clears throat> three things. Uh, he has a, a salary of 2.1 million with a signing bonus of 2 million. So he makes $4.1 million. Fucking steal for the caps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, he's so good though. Like this was what Marshawn, like, he, you know, Marshawn never crossed this line, but think about if Marshawn did this, yeah. how many games, how it, would you be? He wouldn't, though, Bill. It's the point you're missing. He's the only guy in the league that does this. It's the yeah. point. He's the, the only guy Marshawn, in the league. Marshawn's been, do- been doing it up until the last couple of years. I mean, Marshawn doesn't have comes... the size or the strength or the doesn't power matter. to he's put people. Doesn't matter. He's still a dirty. He's still a dirty matter player because you're putting people. You're. You're. It's a lot of it is visual. A lot of it is is how much you know injury you cause to the other person. A lot of it is. And Marshawn was slew footing guys, which can blow people's knees out, but he wasn't slamming guys' heads down and cheap shotting fuckers with their with his fists. No, he was trying. He was all of Marshan's stupid shit before he got really good. Was at least in game, except for licking guys when the whistles dead. Yeah, Tom Wilson's is a, is a, is is an old school bully fucking asshole that the NHL has gotten rid of, and that's why it looks so jarring right now. If you want to go back to old school hockey of guys getting their fucking blocks knocked off, then you better go start start hiring some guys that can't skate and can fight their asses off because that's his name. Tom Wilson is the best of retired. both worlds. John Scott was John Scott was that guy and he called called, sorry Ray one more time uh John Scott called Tom Wilson a disgrace to the NHL and then deleted the tweet because he got so much backlash so what does that tell you go ahead Ray Pavel Bukovic is the Rangers winger you were right so Bukovic yes yeah but uh, but I'll hear the goalie sorry I thought you were talking about the Caps goalie because that was where the scrum was that's where I thought I was talking about the donkey punch E oh sorry 
Okay. No, but I agree with Rich. I mean, the NHL right. has to do something about this guy. I mean, you can't just let him get away with $5,000 fines. I mean, you got to set a precedence. I mean, he's going to really hurt someone one day. I mean, this guy's uh, season's over, but what happens when he ends someone's career? I mean, that's when you got to start taking responsibility for the NHL has to say like, hey, Tom Wilson, you know what? Set the rest of the season out. You just ended this guy's season. Your, your season's over as well. Yeah, it's also, you know, how much do you want to, what do you want your game? Like what I just said, what do you want your game to be? If you're going to let Tom Wilson get away with it, then other teams are going to start hiring guys like Tom Wilson. And you're going to start moving back to that, to that type of hockey. Have that goon on your team. Yeah. You're going to have a because 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 the other side of this argument, you know, the caps fans, they know how good Tom Wilson is on. He's a skilled player, but he's also that intimidation factor. in this kind of NHL is huge. Yeah. It's huge. Teams are afraid to go up against them there and they get psyched out. Look at the Bruins latest games against them. It's been like Stanley cup finals games. Everyone they were mentioning that on the, they were mentioning that on the radio today on the way home. It was, um, you know, they sat Frederick the last couple of times they played the capitals. And, you know, if you kind of look, he took a run out of Ovechkin early and yeah. early in the season, you know, he had, a, I think he, he had two fights with Tom Wilson. So they were saying like, you know, maybe that was Bruce telling Frederick, like sit the fuck down. And yeah. to kind of de-escalate that shit because, again, that's a big physical team. And you saw the trade deadline with the Amada on the from the Red Wings. You saw it; they added more size. I mean, that's a big physical team. And I hope the Bruins are at you know they're they built this year. I mean, they got some big guys on their team, but they're they're not Tom Wilson power forwards. On this no, team. they don't play like that. That's what I mean. Tom mm-hmm. Wilson is is a different is a different animal. The out Caps there. scare the shit but, out of me, not the- because they're they'll beat the shit out of us because they're fucking good. Well, they're good. That's what I've been saying for weeks. And you've been saying it doesn't matter. They need to avoid them in the first round. They absolutely need to avoid them in the first round. And uh, I don't know if they got a chance to do it. I mean, you know, it's so convoluted. The the Bruins have five games less. They're not going to get first. I think the the Penguins have an easy schedule. They're not going to drop enough points, Um, but they could certainly get second. They could certainly get second. And, And I don't see the caps falling back all the way down to fourth. So, like, I don't know. Do you pull a Bill Belichick and lose to the Jags in Week 17? So you can, or who'd they lose to in Week 17? So they can play the Jags. Yeah, my, uh, was it my? I thought it was Miami. I think it was the Jets. Oh, it was Miami. Oh, it might have been my whatever. It was oh no, it was the, opponent. Yeah, it was the Jets. Matt Castle overshot the, the two point conversion that game. Maybe. Uh, either way, you know, are the Bruins looking at that? Or are they just going to play? It'll be interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Fuck Tom Wilson. Uh, Celtics drop one to the Blazers controversy with the refs smart is ejected for a low bow, low blow against, uh, Nurkic. Do you guys have a chance to take a look at that? Re- take a look at the replay. That was like incidental. No, he didn't do it on purpose. Fuck you, Bill. Uh, I don't know. It's Mark. If it wasn't Mark, it's the same. It's like if, a it wasn't Mark, yeah, if it wasn't Marcus smart, he probably wouldn't have got ejected. Kind of swung the arm in a little bit of an unnatural fashion, but he was going down. He did take a pretty big hit himself. I don't think to, either way, it's like the opposite of the NHL. You eject the guy for that? You eject the NBA is just they need a um, they need a whole different. So let me continue because the other big play was they reversed the uh, bucket because of uh, offensive goaltending called on Tristan Thompson, where they said that Brad Stevens could have reviewed it if he had a timeout to call uh, in legal fashion, but the Celtics didn't have the ball. So he couldn't call timeout, something like that. It, it, it all was so fucking stupid and convoluted involving replay and the refs flagrant one, flagrant two, flagrant this, flagrant that. It's all just stupid bullshit to me. Can we Never. get rid of replay in basketball? 
Especially yeah, for the Celtics. Judge it, fucking the whole... stupid-ass Brad Stevens never uses his fucking challenges. <laughs> He's not very good at a million oh, times. I hate, I hate him. Replay in basketball is the worst replay in sports. It takes the Hands longest, down. too. It's the worst. Fourth, I fucking... quarter ta- fourth quarter, two minutes left is the longest stretch of any basketball game. Because they're not forced to make the call. The refs can just stop the game and say, let's go look at it at any point in time they want under two minutes. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest fucking rule they ha- in, uh, replay as in sports. They have to get rid of it. They have to get rid of it. We've had this conversation before. All replay needs to be from above, which essentially is what the NFL is going to try and do this year. Um, they're, they're making their way to it anyway. Uh, because as much as look, the Celtics don't deserve any benefit of the doubt this year, the way that they've played, but that was a big bucket. They took away from them, whether it was the right color wrong, um, to go to like, to overturn it and then not be able to like, if you're going to over there, turn that with six minutes left and not look at a replay. Why are you looking at some incidental contact in two minutes left that, because the ball went out of bounds. It's just dumb. It's just, I think you did a touch off of, yeah, it's stupid. It was a stupid play. NBA is uh, just getting terrible. Yeah, the product's, the product's suffering with the way that it's being refereed uh, and the replay. Do you hear LeBron's comments on the play-in tournament? Who came up with this shit? Ah, well, four months ago, you fucking loved it. Fuck you, LeBron. Because now all you're the, in it. Now all you're the players in it. hate the tournament for whatever reason. Yeah, I think LeBron's gotta... the one that wanted it. LeBron wanted it so it had more playoff teams and more action, kind of like a March Madness thing. And now that he's in the playoff tournament, he fucking hates it. And he's hurt. That's the biggest thing. They haven't looked good since I'm in AD. He'll never be the same again. I'll never be 100% ever again in my career. Good. Put a tampon in and fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, we'll definitely make it for 6.30 next Thursday. I don't even have a pen. Um, That's a beep? No, because he does have a vagina. (laughs) Since we can't make fucking fucking tampon jokes anymore? (laughs) Thought this was America. Fuck yeah. Hot Passport is uh, what you need to be looking at this summer. Um, Ray's got his. I got mine. Bill's is somewhere else not to be found. I cleaned uh, my table. It's gone. Clean the t- table. The Tinder Hooah is using it. I don't have uh, any Tinder Hooahs anymore. Gosh. Less tampons in the house. Gosh. Gosh darn it. No more Tinder Horrors. Uh, Hot Passport. Why do we bring, why do we say the worst things around? When you're country? doing a fuck, yeah, just. Is it dummy down here? He's up wherever. There. Well, he's down on my. That's where your mother is. A hot passport is what you need to be drinking this summer. Uh, Fifty plus breweries in the Northeast, including Wisconsin, which Ray believes is in the Northeast. Uh, you got right in this book. You can get it digitally, or you can get the book that is in our hands. If you're watching the video, it has all of the icons. It's actually nice. There's an icon menu. Icon menu. <laughs> that has been labeled by the obvious one. Uh, this sucker is 25 bucks. You get 50% off your first two pints at uh, at your uh, at as many breweries as you as you want to go to this year. So you get to three breweries, you get six beers, 50% off. You've already made your money back. If you go to joinhotpassport.com backslash simple S-I-M-P-L-E, you get uh, five bucks off. That means you're making money on a six pack of pints this summer. Joinhoppassport.com backslash simple hop passport. Let's talk a little Patriots now that we're uh, back on track. Uh, and let's raise our glass to uh, the one pink stripes. Ernie Adams has officially announced his retirement after this season. Um, God bless. 
Do anyone have any parting words for uh, for Pink Stripes, who's been in uh, professional football for 40 plus years, been with the Patriots and Bill Belichick? Well, the Patriots for 20, Bill Belichick. Since Cleveland. Since Giants. He was on the Giants. He was on the Giants staff. He was with them in Cleveland. Then he quit to go be a Wall Street guy. I guess he made a shit ton of money on Wall Street. You know, the, and then he went back to the Patriots. The, the famous Bill Parcells quote, I'll give anyone, what, $1,000 if they can tell me what Ernie Adams does. Yeah. And Ernie <laughs> Adams' job description, self-proclaimed job description that Bill Belichick gave him was, find out what we can do better to beat the other team. A.K.A. Spygate. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, yeah. The tapes, the tapes were in the his The tapes have mysteriously disappeared. Ray, parting thoughts for Mr. Ernie Adams? He'll be back. He says he's going to retire. What else is he going to do? He's old. He and rich. He's old and rich. He's going to come back. He'll be a uh, non-paid employee that will be a consultant to Bill Belichick. It's in a his Bill, blood. A Bill Belichick consultant. Yeah, you do feel like those guys are just going to like die on the field. But no. um, for me, it just makes you think, how long does Bill got? How long does Belichick really want to do it? What's he going to be 69 this year? Nice. nice. Is he 69 or 70? 69. No, six, he turned 69. I give him nice four more, five more years. I mean, you got to average what nine wins to, to pass Shula. So get that. Unless Mac Jones takes off. I mean, I think Shula. Shula's in sight. He's the one. You know, Shula's been trashing him ever since that old prick died. So fuck him. Roll his where, grave when he yeah, fucking you know, that. Fuck oh, yeah, he is. I'm I, hope they, I hope they fucking dig up his grave. Just I so hope they do it in Miami. Can see him when he fucking beats him. Oh would be, god. Would it be oh, awesome god, if it was against so the Dolphins in Miami good. when he breaks the record? Oh, Resurrect that fucking boob and bring him up here just so Bill can fucking beat him. Just jizz on his face and be like, ha ha. How do you like me now, bitch? Just Bella cheek this. <laughs> All right, you guys got some strong opinions about Don Shula. I just uh, I forget <laughs> if it was Gasper or Giardi, one of the Gasper guys. looks like an alien. Okay, uh, I think they said that uh, Belichick is is rejuvenated now to uh, coach and mentor and develop another starting quarterback in the NFL, which I think is true. I think the Brady thing hangs over him. So if he can get a, his claws into Mac Jones and see what he saw in Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, you know have the hard on that he has for uh, Mac as he did for their, for Jimmy. Uh, I don't, I don't see an end in sight. Honestly, I see him riding that Mac Jones hog until, uh, until the wheels fall off. If Mac Jones is good. And if Bill Belichick can, you know, pull a, pull a super bowl out of him. I think that's what it's going to take. Say what you want about Bill, but he won seven games with that team last year. The Patriots didn't win those games. That's Bill Belichick's coaching. I won a lot of those games. You know, I, I it goes back to last year. He looked rejuvenated last year after Brady was gone. I think he went through the motions after Jimmy got traded. You know, yeah, I think he, he was fake, fake nice. Like I play with you guys, fake nice. And look at all the toys he has now. Look at all the toys he has. Oh, Linda? Yeah, great one. Uh, okay, Isaiah Wynn uh, option was picked up. Uh, so if he can stay healthy, you're looking at $10 million next year for your starting left tackle. Not bad. Uh, Sony Michelle was not picked up. No surprise Dang. there. No surprise. No surprise there. They got Which Ramadama is, Ding Dong out of – What if he uh, has a good year? Because Oklahoma. I don't want to, like – I don't expect him to have a good year, but 4.3 million. If he, you know, what if he runs for fucking 1200, 1300 nope, yards? Nope. 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 They got Ramadan Ding and yeah. they got uh, Harris. Yep. They don't need, I mean, and JJ Taylor, like I, I don't have no faith of running in backs. They're not going to pay any running back. No, not a one, not a one 4.3 for running back. Fuck out of here. They're not paying that. Not Fuck pay no. that shit. Um, Ray, did you click on the link that I sent you in the email? How did it make you feel? He's muted. You're muted. 
Amazing. The Patriot way, baby. Uh, so this was uh, a tweet talking. It was after a conversation or an interview with fifth round pick linebacker Cameron McGrone. Uh, here's the quotes that I knew Ray would uh, would feel nice about. Uh, this is from McGrone. Quote, I'm willing to sacrifice anything for the Patriots. And quote. Second quote. I feel like I bring a winning attitude, period. Just the Patriot way. End quote. Are these guys coached? Do they get fucking PR guys to come to their goddamn that oh, zoom them in right say, away? Hey, here's what you're saying today, buddy. No, no, this is all. This is why Bill Belichick takes these guys. Plus, I don't know if you guys listened to the Felger Mass today, but big boy Greg Bedard was talking. It moved for me the whole ride home because he was <laughs> saying all these guys from the second round up can go out there and play this year, and they all have well, except for the guy that, with the ACL, but all these guys okay, can play. Yeah. So they got they all can play. They're, he's like, I've watched tape. These guys all can. As soon as Bel Belichick gets his hands on them, these guys are going to be like a good talent for this team. Ray, you always say it. You've been saying it moves a lot lately. It That's clearly, both. It's We're clearly gonna... not moving up. So is it going left or right? Uh, left. Because okay. you're on my left, so left. It's like it's like half of it's numb, and it's just trying to find the feeling. You get yeah, back to, yeah. The base. So. Like the waving like, it's like a fish. arm inflatable balloon mans. Those yeah, things that are at car dealerships. Yes, kind I know what like you're talking that. about. Uh, we're real late, so we can't get into this too much. Uh, but uh, the let me just put it this way. The Patriots quarterback situation was not resolved, nor do I think it got that much better with drafting Mac Jones. If you think about going into the season now, I take that back. It got better because you have potential mm-hmm. of Mac Jones – Shut the fuck up, Ray. You have potential of Mac Jones uh, being something that's better than Cam Newton only because the opinion of Cam Newton is so low. But as currently constituted, Cam Newton is your starter. And that's it. That's the story. Or you got a rookie. So you spent a quarter billion dollars on free agents, a lot of them on offense. And you're either going to hand them over to a rookie or to statistically one of the worst quarterbacks in the league last year. I don't feel that great about it. So uh, I'll give you this question. We got to go quickly on it. I think there's still a chance that there's movement. Speaking of that at the quarterback position for the new England Patriots, Jimmy Garoppolo is a very tight window that they would have to thread to make that happen. But there's some other veterans out there. There's a couple on the uh, free agent market, not a lot, but I think there's some trade bait out there. I would not be surprised if they make that move. How do they go into the season running two different offenses with one of the guys being your 15th pick overall? That scares how, me. How do you that do that? scares me. Like it does, it's not, doesn't smell very good to me, Bill. No. And they were talking about, you know, they've been talking about, that's been the talk in new England since they got Mac Jones. How are you going out with like, if you don't cut cam now and just let Mac Jones start, you're running an option offense. You're running, you know, not to Mac Jones strength. So how, how, how can you develop him in year one if you're starting Cam Newton? And which is a shame to me because I think Cam Newton, you know, is going to give – he's going to start and it's bullshit. I told you guys from, you know, when they drafted Mac Jones, they're going to give him every chance to start. And it's a shame because now you got to morph the offense. You know, if you think about it, a veteran guy like Brian Hoyer, you kind of morph the offense a little bit in that KC game. You're moving the ball. You're letting him throw downfield more. You know what I mean? But you're not going to do that for a rookie quarterback, especially a guy 
you know, that's never played an NFL game. I get it if he's got in some game action, but you know, when are you going to pull that plug on Cam if you it to start the season? You know, what what's the window? And that's where it scares me because if the the door, AFC is going to be tight with yeah, Dolphins and Buffaloes, you you can't be dropping games early. You can't treat the games one through four like the preseason anymore. Unless you get Mac Jones developed in, in training camp and you think he's the guy, he he has to start. You have to give it an open up like a competition. You did it last year for an all of four days. Do something. Let me, uh, let me put it this way, Ray. I think, and uh, just to give you some context, Dan Orlowski of ESPN, who's big in the quarterbacks, he thinks Mac Jones is going to start week one. And he's been a Mac Jones guy for a long time. He was like jumping out of his seat when the Patriots drafted him. He also ran out of the back of the end zone trying to throw a pass. Fuck Dan Orlowski. Okay. Mike Lombardi, uh, who's the Patriots mouthpiece, says that um, um, he's going to be Mac a red Jones, shirt. Shut up, Bill. Mac Jones. Well, you were not- stumped. So I was just trying to fucking help. This idiot down there is just fucking looking like he's high the whole time. Mac, Mike Lombardi has Mac Lombardi, not uh, Mac Jones, not playing this season. Two points in this. Uh, I think the Patriots are pushing buttons. I think the Patriots are constantly, constantly pushing buttons. And this is what everyone forgets about the conversation revolved around Bill Belichick and Cam Newton. Cam Newton is not built Tom Brady. Tom Brady is motivated by negative speak. He's still chapped. His ass is still chapped for being picked in the sixth round a hundred years later and seven Super Bowls later. That guy needs to be doubted for him to be great. Cam Newton needs positive reinforcement and his ass licked to be great. That's the motivation that I think from, from the Bill Belichick camp without any minutia. Same thing for Mac Jones. Oh, you're drafted 15. You think you're going to come in here? You're going to get this position? No, nope, nope, nope. Bill Belichick wants everything coming out of Patriots camp to make it sound like Mac Jones is either not playing or has to earn his spot. And if it's all talk, I'm fine with it, but it's much easier to me. If, if, if Cam Newton is on your team this year, you start Mac Jones and start that offense that you want your team to run for the future. And if he doesn't work or if he gets hurt, it's a lot easier to go back to some bullshit RPO with Cam Newton than the other way around. Raymond. Mac Jones will be starter week one. Okay. Excellent. So that's so no, but seriously though, uh, the guy is smart. I don't know if you guys know this. He graduated in three years from Alabama. He has his master's already from it's Alabama. Alabama. It doesn't matter. He's still he's a smart guy. He can diagnose plays. He can dis- dissect plays. He he'll be able to read this Patriots offense. is one of the most hardest uh, playbooks to read in the NFL. Obviously, you've had Chad Ochocinco come here. Lots of other veterans come here that can't handle this playbook because they're dummies this guy is no dummy he's going to be able to take this playbook he's going to be able to do things that we haven't seen in several years in this Patriots offense and he will be starter week one and he's like going your to, erect penis yeah and he's going to surprise a lot of people like my erect penis okay we're we're out of time the only the last thing I'll say on this is that's fine but he's still a rookie and he's still going to go through rookie uh speed bumps and and hiccups and to the greater point I don't like where the Patriots are at at quarterback right now. I would much rather have them. I wouldn't, I, I, I don't want to go as far as Brian Hoyer. Well, yeah, Brian Hoyer, I, anybody except for Geno Smith over Cam Newton is where I stand. And I continue to stand that way because it's easier to transition to Mac Jones. Before we end the show, Red Sox dropped uh, three out of four to the Rangers. We said that could not happen. It did happen. The last game, they lost five to three because Brock all-star Holt uh, crushed their dreams. Adovino was shaky again. Terrible. Uh, not Adovino shaky. Was terrible. Terrible. Um, good news is you get three against Detroit, who's the worst team in baseball, four against the Orioles, who are at the bottom of the league of baseball. But the Rangers were the worst in baseball as well, so you just dropped three to four. Um, you, you can't you just can't go into slump. 
Cannot go into a slump, Red Sox. Sorry, we're out of time. This has been Simple Mind Sports Show. Wednesday headlines, March 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Mexico. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday for a riveting legal interview with Daniel Kramer. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. What are the Sox? The Sox gonna sweep the sweep Detroit and win three out of four for the Orioles to feel as good as we did before. Yeah, yeah. World Series back on if they beat Detroit by <laughs> they beat Detroit. <laughs>